0: You're listening to County Live with me, Martin Johnston, over here. Some mince
1: pies in the middle.
0: It is actually a little bit too early. No. It's not no. too early to eat mince pies. It's just not Christmas yet. I and mean, I and I'm not having it i mean any other way
1: around. I, uh, I might I disagree with that, but it felt like Christmas on Saturday. I'll tell you that much. For free. Frank Mulhern delivering in the last minute. Lovely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. You've got an interview with Jordan Keane, which um, solves the the mystery or the big question about that goal. <laughs> yeah, who, who got the final touch? We've got mince pies. You've got information about um, an interesting trip that the lads made on Monday. Yeah. And, of course, we've got your interview with Jim. But, yeah, let's start on Saturday. So, whose goal was it?
1: Um, I, Jordan Keane will clear it up. But from where I was sitting, it looked like Frank Mulhern's goal. Yeah. Um, Listen, when when it's that kind of um, environment, when you've come from one nil down away from home, and for, for what it's worth, everything was everything was a little bit more on the edge of your seat, if you like. Everything was a little bit more edgy and intense because we were there last season in the cup, and despite the result not going our way, then it was a great day out. It was a bloody good like time to be a county fan. So. Um, you know, because we were there again, it it was so. We we really wanted to get that win, just because we I felt we we probably deserved the win last year, but didn't get it. Um, anyway, so you know, we've come from one 0 down. It's a corner, last couple of minutes, um, and it's a terrific ball in from Ben Jackson, who again has come on to to really make a difference. He comes on, delivers that ball in. Um, Jordan Keane goes for it. Frank Mulhern goes for it. Uh, John Keira mentioned Adam Thomas's name in there. Did it even just go straight in off Ben Jackson? Really? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, it went in.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is the essential point. Who cares? You know, another last-minute winner for County. And it's interesting, isn't it, that we were, we've we been talking a lot about the squad and Jim believes that there's a strength to this squad. And the one thing that they are showing and the one thing we asked for at the start of the season is resilience.
1: Yes. Well, um the the trip the trip that um the lads went on during the week which we'll get to in a little bit was a boxing trip they went to a gym and in, in the sport of boxing you have to dig deep and sometimes you have to really really fight when your legs don't want to when your hands don't want to go when your head's drooping um now a couple of months back county lost five on the spin they fell out of the cup to a team in the division below um there was no one calling for heads or anything like that. It wasn't that far down the line. But there was just a bit of a, oh, is this is this now our season? Are we just gonna stay in this division? And that's that. Then all of a sudden, that that resilience that you speak about comes in. You dig deep, you find your back against the ropes, you know, maybe you're getting a little bit of tunnel vision, but all of a sudden, you know, a couple of players come in, um, relights your fire in the middle of the park the buzz all of a sudden starts to come back players start finding that extra ten percent in games and you find that twice now last minute winners talk about resilience talk about um knockout at the final final bell well no pun intended first off it was now last week this week off the bench Frank Mulhern thank you very much dink that one in
0: can I just say, pun very much intended and you, there was at least two puns in there because you, you used Niall's name and you used the <laughs> boxing analogy so um, you've already spoken to Jim this week so yes. before we play the interview just tell me some highlights what did you
1: talk about well I, I wanted to speak to him about how did it how does it feel again going through the last minute winner and the, the obvious answer he gives it first he says well it Felt, felt the same, obviously. But when he started to open up into that a little bit, when he started to kind of say, you know, um, it shows the the, the, the grit, the, the determination, it shows the fitness, the core level of fitness, because that's something that's kind of taken for granted. When myself, your, you, me, football fans in general, we sit there and we talk about... Should he have passed this ball sooner? Should he have played a four-four-two instead of a, or whatever? Should this guy be playing up front instead of this guy? Should this guy? You, do, do you know what I mean? It's all tactical decisions. It's all clever decisions. We never really discuss, apart from, apart from if it's overly obvious and someone's clearly carrying timber. We very rarely find ourselves discussing fitness. You know, when 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 you talk about Jim Gannon teams, you talk about. The technical ability, this ability to move the ball around, pass it around the pitch, nice passes. They can string things together. They're strong at the back. Um, they're organised, etc. But nobody brings up this core level of fitness. Now, the fact that they've come up against two teams who are good, very good, strong teams from from London. So there's, you know, there's money in those in those parts of the world, if you like. Um, They've come up against two very strong teams and the fact that they've delivered last-minute winners shows that that core level of fitness is there. And Jim Gannon is right to bring that up. And it was fitting that we were in a boxing gym. Boxers are known for having the, the most grueling training camps. And the fact that the lads were keeping up with him, uh k- keeping up with both Matthew Hatton, you know, former world title challenger Matthew Hatton and his steed Damien Chambers. They were keeping up with them. And they were Matthew and Damien were coming away. And we've got interviews of these guys. Actually pretty impressed. Like I can't believe that the lads are, you know these the Stockport County fellas, they're not just in for a bit of running. Some of them can bang, some of them have got this core level of fitness. And, and Jim was right to bring that up. That The boxing guys were impressed. The fans were impressed. Yeah, it's great to see a corner routine work and ultimately the ball end up in the back of the net. But what the gaffer was pleased to see was for two games running, that engine has still been ticking over 80-100% to 100% in the 91st, 92nd, 93rd minute. That's incredible.
0: Well, let's hear Chris's interview with Jim talking about that level of fitness and the boxing trip.
1: Jim, tremendous win on the road on Saturday. We're at the boxing gym this morning, which we'll speak about in a moment. But first of all, I find myself repeating myself from last week. Try and sum up how you felt when a last-minute winner goes in.
2: Um, This one, yeah, the same feeling, obviously um, excitement at the end. um, But a different feeling in terms of the context of the goal because I thought Barnett um, definitely had had the better chances in the first half and really looked like they were going to score the goal. Uh, we just couldn't seem to find our flow up front. Um, but I always felt that their back four were vulnerable as long as we could get enough tempo and get at them and I think I think a few changes in the second half to the shape and the personnel and the little bit of added energy that we found, um, we seemed to come on very strong at the end and it was really pleasing. Um, a lot of people are commenting on the fitness, um, I've mentioned the character and I think it was a really pulsating finish to the game. and. Uh, But again, energy, character is one thing, but it's having that quality and that time in the run and uh, that purpose to go and score, and uh, Elliot and uh, Frank certainly had that.
1: I must admit, I feared the worst. While it was nil-nil, I was thinking, this is a one-goal game. Whoever gets the first goal could well go on and win it. When they took the lead, did you have to keep that strength of character about you, the the grit, the determination, to keep on going and get the result?
2: Um, I think... um, See, sometimes when you set your team up to to play expansive, good football, whether that be Stoke or Barnet, it's very hard as a manager to suddenly change the mentality from when you're winning one 0 to lockdown mode. I think um, Barnet don't look like that side, sort of side. They seem to still play with the same openness. Uh, although the fullbacks were certainly weren't as aggressive in the in the second half as they were the first, and really really relying on their front four. But But I felt that um, if we could get our centre-forwards in behind them and recycle the ball, that the energy that we had in midfield in terms of catch-up and getting behind teams um, would pay off. And uh, Yeah, I think it was a bit of a shell shock for them because they really hadn't got a grip of the game at 1-0 and sort of solidified their 1-0 lead before we'd scored. And then all of a sudden the drama unfolds whether you go for a win. And I think that they were probably the team that were wanting to play more open to win the game than us but uh, we certainly pushed hard with the, the substitutions the change of shape to to get the goal and once you have that momentum at that stage um, it's just about taking that final chance when it comes along and we did
1: uh, Let's just talk about where we are at the moment it's not the usual Thursday evening setting we're actually at a boxing gym on a Monday morning uh, the guys have been training with Matthew Hatton it's been a bit of an interesting experience
2: Yeah I think... Um, Again, a lot of people have been commenting on our our fitness levels in the last two games, when you finish the game strong. And that's not just anti 11 started, obviously the subs come on and keep the energy of the team. But uh, Nick does a lot of work, uh, Nick Donnelly, in terms of strength and conditioning. And uh, when the opportunity to come here came around, uh, Nick jumped it. He's a big boxing fan, he's he's boxed himself. Um, And he thought it would be a fantastic change from the routine that we normally have. on a Monday and uh, we had a great show on today, 18 players turned up today so it shows you not just their enthusiasm for for working hard but obviously for boxing in particular and um, uh, I was quite impressed with them because, and I'm sure the staff here will be impressed at their upper body fitness and their their technique because quite a few of our lads uh, are boxing enthusiasts and and Nick being one uh, incorporates a lot of the upper body stuff into the uh, training so nice change of scenery and um, great workout. Um, it's great to be a part of what they're trying to achieve with their fighters and um but it's nice for them to for us to mix in with them and just show that the uh, you know, just a different environment and a different buzz for our lads.
1: Damien Chambers is the fighter here. He's with Matthew Hatton. I think there was fans reciprocated on both sides. I think he's he's gonna be a new Stockport County fan having trained with the lads and I think they'll be keeping an eye on his next fight.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think um Friday the thirteenth of December. He's on the undercard at um, the prize fight night. Um, we're hopefully, we we we're not sure who we're playing that weekend at the moment with the FA Trophy. Door not 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 being done, but I'm sure that the game will allow um, the players to come along to that game and support them. And um, but it's just nice to um, again that he'll be in hard training for that fight. Um, And so it's nice for him to have a little bit of company and a bit of a different change of scenery and different personal around the gym. So it's buzzed everybody up and it keeps everybody a a new lease of life going into the next uh, challenges that they face. Speaking of next challenges, County's next challenge is is back at home in Ebbsfleet.
1: Is is this a chance for County to, to really build on two good wins now?
2: Um, just because it's fleet in the second bottom and uh, we're at home means nothing. Uh, you only have to look at the form that they've shown. Uh, the new managers come in, lost a couple of personnel, and added a couple. Um, fantastic result of Chorley and Sutton, which were, were big games for them. Um, and uh, them, them wins sort of got them into a position where they could climb out of the bottom four. Um, even Saturday's game, when you're 2 0 down, uh, to come back with 10 men. For the second half, I mean, shows great character and great um, great attacking prowess. You only have to look, their results show that they got goals in them, they concede. So, I think it'll be a fairly open game. Um, um, a draw's no good for them. Um, we're not looking for draws, so it'll be a... Uh, we've not had a draw at Edgy Park, I don't think, this season. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tougher game than people will realise. We can take nothing for granted. And I said this, whether you're playing Chorley or Bromley or as it'll be now. The, the, the new leaders of the league, um, they're all tough games and um, there's, there's not an awful lot between all the teams in the league. It um, only takes a little run of form and you're in the mix for the playoffs. and um, But it only takes uh, you to take, show a little bit of disrespect to take your foot off the pedal and you'll be sliding down again. So, massive game for us because I think we've done enough in the last two games to get people excited. Um, and, um you know, our home form has been excellent. Six wins at home already, so we're looking to build upon that um, Saturday. Hopefully, we will see us uh, not just the drama, but the excitement and the football that we've seen here last time at Epsom Park. So, looking forward to a really good game, and then we've obviously got a Tuesday night game after that. So, but first challenge first. Um, if we can get um, a result against um results go well for us. We could be in the, the cusp of the playoffs, and that'd be a great position to be. But a lot of a lot of work to be done on EBS Fleet. Um, and making sure that we go about our business that day to get the result that we do we all want physically
1: uh, i 've seen most of the lads here today. I, I know they 're looking in good shape, but for your eyes for, for, for your mind how how physically are the lads looking ahead of the weekend
2: great, great um like i said it 's even even great for Darren Stevenson to join in. you know he's um, he, he looks a lot more um, Positive and excited about um, what's happening over the next couple of weeks. with the, the, you know, the way he's feeling about his foot and, and um, the fact that he was fully able to join in today shows you how far he's come. Yeah, but um, no injuries today. Um, yeah, I think the only player that we we, we left to have uh, the day off um, in terms of resting was Ian Ormson because of um, an ongoing back issue that uh, I think was illness against. Um, dagging them um, and, a, and a feeling of being groggy and it's probably had a knock-on effect this week so he's one of those players a bit like Connor was a couple of weeks ago he's just uh, knocked, knocked out of sorts a little bit by illness and a little niggle um, he's the only player that had a day off so it was a great, great camaraderie and spirit I mean you'd expect that um, from the journey and and everything that's been going on results wise So, uh, but yeah no, they're in great shape um, and it's given me a little bit of a one day away from the training ground where I can like let let the staff get on with conditioning. Now we can focus on the football Tuesday and Thursday night. It's another big game on Saturday. It's another
1: big game on Tuesday, Jim. All the very best. Thanks so much.
0: Before we close off on the Barnet game, who was your player of the week? Who really impressed you in that game?
1: You look around the park and um, to, to grind out a win like that, you know you could you could really look at any of those players one man who's impressed me since coming back into the side is Jordan Keane yeah i'm not just saying that because he's on the show in a minute and i'm definitely not just saying that because he looked like he was quite handy in front of a punch bag earlier in the week i'm saying that because he he's probably heard it that some of the some of the comments that that i've said in particular on this show you know where i think tackling is terrific his 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 awareness is brilliant but his distribution isn't always um what it could be um and i think I'm not saying he's improved because I've said that. I, I, I feel as a footballer all around he's improved, um, and uh, I was quite surprised when Jim Gannon broke up Paul Turnbull and Sam Walker. But you can understand why now. Jordan Keane has forced his way back into the team. He's for me, he's um, he, he he's so much uh, more than just a, a tough guy in the middle of the park. You know, okay, he didn't get a touch for the goal. But the fact that he was there causing a problem, being a decoy, call him what you like, um, you could well say he was the man of the week this week. Frank Mulhern's movement for the goal was terrific. You watched that goal back on the highlights. The way he peels away from his man is is a work of art. Um, ben Hinchliffe getting in the team of the week for the league again this season because he's just so important. Um, he got he you know I gave him massive praise during the game. I think he'll be one of those players that we don't we don't realise what we've got at the moment, you know, you and I and, and other county fans look back over the years and we we talk about days gone by with Neil Edwards and Paul Jones and uh, you know and other other goalkeepers over the years. I think in years to come Ben Hinchliffe will, will, will be in that list and he, he's really deserved, you know, that, that place. We can go on and say whether you can compare him because one was part time and one went to play in the Premier League, but at their spell at Stockport County they were crucial. They were absolutely imperative. So you could have given it to any one of a few. I, I almost did go for Ben Hinchlift, but I, I have to go with Jordan Keane this week because I've just been so impressed with the way he's handled himself.
0: Well, I've heard he's got a punch bag in his garage with your face on it. Well, let's hear Chris's interview with Jordan Keane.
1: Jordan, big win on Saturday. Big boxing session this morning. Uh, let's, let's start with Saturday. What a win. Great win. Like I said, I think the gaffer said we weren't at our best, but I think it shows a lot of character to win when we don't play too well. There seems to be a bit of confusion over who got the winning goal. Just talk us through what happened when the corner came in. I didn't touch it, to be fair. (laughs) At least you're honest about it. I think Frank's goal, definitely Frank's goal. Uh, And how did it feel, though, celebrating that 2-1 win coming from behind on the road? I think it was similar to uh, the Saturday game when we scored late on with Belly from a corner as well. So pretty much, if you can hang on in the game, we'll always have an offset piece. Seen you in a bit of a different sport this morning. (laughs) <laughs> throwing some bombs on the heavy bag, what's been happening? Uh, just to mix it up. I not we? normally train on Monday, but I think uh, Nick sorted of us out with Matty and so we've come down here today. We enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Seen you throw a number of punches there. Second sport, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I've done a little bit before, but um, that's too tough. That The fighting's different to training, so I will not like to step in a ring just yet. Jordan, thanks for your time. Cheers, nice time.
0: talk about Saturday let's talk about Saturday's game coming up because well, you need to pick a one to watch and we need to just get a look ahead
1: this weekend against Ebsfleet is um, I don't think any county fan will be foolish enough I don't think any of them will be foolish enough to think well Epps Fleet are near the bottom so we're going to go and, and walk it when you look at our form against some of the teams down there this season one only needs to whisper the Chorley word uh, um, you know the C word the c word which is banned on this show so i hope you put a bleeper over that when when it comes to edit but um i think i think we'd be foolish to um to look past debs fleet but at the same time i think it would be foolish of us to not see this as a massive opportunity to propel ourselves into the best possible position i don't want to say we if we win we definitely will be in the playoffs Come five o'clock on Saturday afternoon because I'm not sure how other results could affect that. But we certainly will do ourselves a world of good with a win against a team um, like Ebbsfleet at the weekend, given that we've just got positive results against Dagenham and Redbridge and Barnet. We're right, we're we're completely on the right path now. You look back at some of those games. over the over the the, the the five game losing spell and you think if, if one of them was a draw you know if one of those previous draws had been a win just look how much higher up the table we'd be now so um last season you have got to remember where we were at this time of the year and even for the next few weeks county was as low as 12 uh, we actually had um a very similar points level um to what we did this time last season, albeit in the division below. So um I think I think we're we're a point better off than we were this time last year. Which uh, I'm sure some hawkier listener will correct me if I'm wrong. But that that's that's marvellous. That's that's a real sign of encouragement. So um just just play without fear. What we've got to remember we've come so far from from this time last year, given that we won the league, given that we went on a cup run, so on and so forth. Um that this season is almost a little bit of a freebie. Now I'm not saying that that's license for you to kick your feet up and and you know coast away through the rest of the season. But it it's roll the dice boys. Have have a go at it. Run at this. And if you fall short there's no villains, Do you know. No one's going to come after you with pitchforks. But if if it does work, you've gone from already heroes I mean, Sam Walker tried to buy us a pint the other week in the bar because I'd got him one a few weeks before. That's how I'm, I told him he, he's never buying a pint. That's in how my, it
0: works, you know he, that. Don't he? He's
1: he's never buying a pint in my presence ever again. He he, you know, he bought a league title, well, the the, the division title back to back to the borough. You know, I'm not having a. I'll buy him one for the rest of the night, but um, they can go from hero status to. Next level hero status if they're the team that can propel us back into the football league. So um, that's what's to play for this weekend. These are the games we've got to win if we're going to even sniff around the playoffs or beyond. So um, yeah, long long may it continue the, the 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 good form that we're in at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You, you look at it at paper at the start of the season and you think you know coming into November before, but you know the middle of November before Christmas, it's absolutely. That doesn't stand out as a fixture, but now it's become one of those fixtures that it's not we're not in must win territory, but as you say it's it would it's become a big game because what it would mean, and you know it, as you say, that kind of catapult effect that could really make a big difference so it's very in- interesting from that point of view who's going to be the one to watch who are you keeping an eye on?
1: Well, I said last week um you know it's going to be whoever plays the number nine uh, which made it difficult because ultimately it was it was the number nine position. That got the winning goal. That was the difference. Now, as much as we praise Jordan Keane and Ben Hinchliffe this week, um, it would feel almost negative to pick a defensive player uh, as the one to watch. Um, so I, again, I think I think the one to watch this week for me is going to be Tom Walker. He's just he's just been he's just been given the the, the young player of the month um, award. He's he's a player who sometimes blows really really hot, and I think. I kind of get this feeling that we're on the the cusp of a really good run of form from him. So for me this week, uh, I'm going to go with Tom Walker.
0: As they the kids say these days, he's been coming in hot.
1: Do they say that? Yeah, have oh, yeah. have not heard that. Has he not you been know. outside? It's freezing.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not been coming in hot to this house. Not tonight. coming in hot. Is that what they say?
1: Yeah, yeah. Can I can I hear it in a sentence?
0: Um, I'm coming in hot. You can't deny that one. Um, and you put out a tweet today. People talking about their favourite ever county goal. Yes. Was there was there um, one that stuck out?
1: Uh, yeah, there was. Um, so we put out a tweet at Live SCFC. This is the kind of thing that, you know we should be doing more often. We're just a bit lazy, if we're honest. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, Too busy eating mince pies.
1: It was simply fill in the blank of the best. Yeah, and we encouraged this this to keep on going. Get in touch and tell us the best goal I ever saw for Stockport County was blank against blank and there were some terrific suggestions as you would expect um the one that stood out for me annoyingly was a game i wasn't at and it was the semi-final of the playoffs away at wickham all those years ago um i was in i was a student in leeds at the time and i, I had barely 2 pound coins to buy a bo- bottle of cider for the weekend let alone um a, a trip down there but i was um i'd been at football training um, for my university team and uh, I'd just finished and I went to watch the game in the pub uh on my own in an empty pub um with a glass of water and just um the young guy and girl behind the bar speaking to each other who were the staff there and all of a sudden this unbelievable strike from Stephen Gleason just I still to this day think it's not only the best goal I've ever seen for County, it might just be the best goal I've seen ever. Yeah. Um it just it tore. tore the whole equilibrium of time and space a new one (laughs) uh, as it travelled into the back of the net. And I just remember utterly yelping out of my seat and um, scaring the life out of these two staff members. Um, So, you know, that is going to be alongside the Ian Dowie incredible own goal from all those years ago. Um, They're my super goals. But get in touch with yours. Or you tell me yours.
0: Was it... um, Mine would be one that Danny Lloyd scored a few years ago. Okay. I think it was against Bradford Park Avenue, but basically it was one of his yes, yeah, waltzing yeah. through the defence. Yeah. 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 That I think that's the best goal I've ever seen at Edgeley Park. It was just, you know, when he was when he was coming in
1: hot. When he was yeah. coming in hot, yeah, of course. That's um, what they say.
0: I've just had a, a really good idea. Why don't we rate mince pies? So this week we've got Asda, other supermarkets okay. are available. I'll bring some for another from another um, supermarket next week and we can stick our mince pie ratings on the end of this podcast. We
1: should put it out to the listening public, and I should i should say, by the way, a big thank you to Club Secretary Mark Lockyer, who uh, the last couple of weeks has been leaving me a box of mince pies. Um, I might not leave a too subtle a hint that these Asda mince pies (laughs) might be my favourite so far if you are such a fan of the show you would like to sponsor us through through mince pies you can leave some mince
0: pies on the reception at (laughs) Edgley Park Um, care of at the hot not at the hot that's my own podcast care (laughs) of county live podcast
1: um, yeah that would be that that would be incredible
0: Um, and finally have you got some questions for
1: yes I do for the Um,
0: county quiz the um, the, um, <laughs> the amazingly okay. long-considered name, the County Quiz.
1: The County Quiz, um, yes. Your questions this week are, from which club did Stockport County sign Alan Armstrong? That's question number one. At the start of the 1983-84 season, what division was Stockport County in?
0: Interesting number two.
1: Yeah. And finally, who was the manager that signed Jim Gannon as a player?
0: Oh, interesting. interesting.
1: You've got to get that,
0: haven't you? Yeah, that, I mean, if you're a county fan, you've got to know that
1: no, one. you're just raking yourself a mince pie, Well, no, you know? we've got to rate them, haven't we? Oh, yeah, you've got to rate them,
0: yeah. So, you know. Can I finish mine now? So, we're talking Asda. This is your basic mince pie. It's not luxury. Nothing or, basic, it's not but it's delicious. Brand- no, I'm just saying that in terms of describing the range, you know, this isn't the... Do Asda have an expensive range?
1: They have iced mince pies, but I'm, right, I, exactly. well, this I'm is not just, a fan of that. This
0: is straightforward, basic mince pie from Asda. And that's my first bite of a mince pie of the season. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's really... the football season, the Christmas season.
1: That's a really manly bite you've Thank just you. taken there.
0: Yeah, That's like an advert bite. Yeah, it is. You know, its it like got teeth in it and everything. Like it's like a half tooth. moon. That's quite good, actually. I'm giving that a solid 7.2. yeah it gives us a lot of scope if we go for decimal you see
1: yeah Um, I'm going to go for a 7.2 as well 7.2
0: for Asda there you go don't forget you can listen to full match commentary of Stockport Counts against Ebbs Fleet with Mr. John Kieran and Mr. Chris Woodjoy this Saturday Chris thanks thanks